0: I'm Kevin Boyd, and this is But Wait, There's More, a conversation show about Christmas. Glad you found us today. I hope you are having a great time celebrating wherever you are and whoever you're with. Today, we'll have a few of our favorite guests in, a few special guests today, and it's all about fun. We'll have a Christmas Movie Hall of Fame, some Christmas hot takes. Hopefully, you won't be so offended you never come back. We'll hear the story of the Christmas dragon and so much more. Have a great time, and Merry Christmas. All right, here we are, and I'm here with Patrick and with Dustin. What's up, guys? What's yep, up? boy. Yep. And we're here for a minute for the hottest Christmas take. Hottest. Dustin, what's your hot take? All right, coming
1: right after Kevin on this one Linus and Lucy is not a Christmas song. What? <laughs> What'd I tell you, I was coming right out here. <laughs> Linus and Lucy is not a Christmas song. It is Christmas adjacent. Okay. But there is nothing Christmas specific about Linus and Lucy. I recognize okay. it comes on Vince Guaraldi trio, you know, on, on the Charlie Brown Christmas record, but it is it is known as like the Charlie Brown Brown theme song and was originally written as a as a whole separate piece altogether.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'm 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 actually huh. I'm actually being one over here. So huh. uh, I've got this soundtrack on digital, I've got it on yeah. CD, and I have it on vinyl, a, yeah. a green yeah. beautiful green pressing. Yeah. But you're right. I like I I want to I want to come at you, but you're right. Yeah. This is on the office. Jim and Pam dance to this song. Yeah. I I can agree with this too. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's like you you hear it
1: because this is a song that comes around every year at Christmas time. That's true. And you're like Oh my goodness like that's the Christmas song like I my kids and I love listening to the the Holly radio station on Sirius and like and it's great and this comes on and you're like oh cool this charmin I'm like it's it's not a Christmas song
2: is it because of the Christmas movie uh the Christmas special
1: well it is but it's also in all of the other Charlie Brown specials it is true and so like i mean it's it's as it's as christmas i mean it's kind of like what disney tries to double dip with mm-hmm. uh um Nightmare Before Christmas. And they're like, oh, it's a Halloween movie. Oh, it's a Christmas movie. Maybe okay. it's both. Let's merchandise twice. Okay, let's talk
0: about that for <laughs> just a second. <laughs> is is that a Christmas movie or not? Which one? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, uh, I mean, yes. Because it has Christmas yes. in the
3: title.
2: Yes, well, it was it was meant for Christmas. Was
1: it? Was it meant for Halloween? I mean, it,
2: it was meant for Christmas. I remember back in the day watching the previews, and it was meant for Christmas at that time. Okay, yeah. So for me, I've known it as a Christmas movie. Yeah, I do know that they do play it during Halloween. I don't know why, but it. I think subjectively, it is. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Disney's I double dipping. They, they
1: know what they're doing. <laughs> and so
0: <laughs> and so Vince Guaraldi or Charles Schultz or, yeah, or whoever yeah. made, they're double dipping by taking Linus and Lucy because and it's just, catchy. And they're just letting it ride. Huh. So
1: I looked up, like before we came in, like I looked up and said, uh, originally Vince Guaraldi had actually written a different song and had that became Linus and Lucy. And it was heard by a guy. They're like, oh, my gosh, you've got to use this and he essentially rewrote his own song like and copied a lot of the same ideas that became Linus and Lucy and it was yeah, yeah yeah
2: well i agree i hey you know for me i've always whenever i hear the the theme song for charlie brown i think charlie brown but it is uh an experience during christmas for me yeah. that is acceptable for christmas yeah now but now, i understand where you're
1: christmas from. time is here that's that's Absolutely. that's a hot track yeah, yeah. it's it's I'm the best the, of the best uh, of the best i'm i'm, I'm I'm all over that one, mm. but but we we so quickly jumped to Linus of and, and it's it's like oh w- wait yeah Hold is
0: up. is this the best Christmas special Charlie Brown Christmas special? You got you've got the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Oh mm. oh the Charlie Brown the Charlie Browns. Oh, mm. Charlie Browns. oh you've got yeah Thanksgiving yeah. Charlie Brown. Yeah mm-hmm. easily. easily 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 Christmas but this
2: Christmas one Christmas first, Christmas bigger yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. yeah, because yeah. great pumpkin and, and they stuff, get down in yeah. great pumpkin. Uh, well yeah. Christmas is bigger I think I don't know.
1: I mean yeah, Christmas is better. Christmas, he he's got the he's got the tree that's become iconic in its yes. own right.
0: I've got a rock. That's the line, Charlie Brown Halloween. Yeah, no. Everybody's getting candy. I yeah, got a no. rock. You see, yeah. you see you see you yeah. see
1: a little skinny Christmas tree with one red ornament and you immediately know Charlie It is Brown. the most recognized
2: uh Charlie Brown special, I believe. It's a
0: Christmas one. I'm not kidding anyone. It's my favorite one. Okay, (laughs) he's just trying to argue, just to argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Okay, so Linus and Lucy, not Not a Christmas song, a Christmas song, but on a Christmas album, but on one of the best Christmas albums ever. Okay, so top three
1: Christmas albums. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, maybe. Patrick, mm. Mm. maybe it's when I think of Christmas, I think of singles so often because you don't hear a lot of like full complete Christmas records. And so
0: unless you're me,
2: yeah, I, I don't really have one. one actually,
1: you don't have. Okay. So, it, I mean, I mean, Andy Williams is up there yeah. like big time. Okay. I uh, love me some Andy Williams. Okay. Um, Those so are gonna, your Christmas? Christmas. Andy Williams Christmas. I'm you gonna, know, uh,
2: Jackson 5 and Chick Monks. Uh, Did Christmas? you say songs, songs, songs. Oh, songs. No, not albums? Oh man, I thought you said albums. Okay. So
0: on, but on albums, albums. All right. So I'll give yeah. you. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, that's Phil Spector, Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. Um, uh, Carpenters' Christmas album. Am I off on that?
1: No, it's a great record. It's a great record. I mean, Mariah Carey's record is, as a whole, it's all right. But it has what has become, you know, the most successful Christmas song of all time.
0: And then Charlie Brown. Yeah. Vince Giraldi yeah. Trio. That's
1: a
2: good
0: one. Linus and Lucy, not a Christmas song. No. on a, One of the best Christmas albums of all time. Yeah. And that's Dustin's hottest take. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a hot take for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is my conversation with Susan Gibson and Brandon Walsh. We're talking Christmas movies. We we'll Try to make an essential Christmas movie list and narrow down to a top 10 Hall of Fame Christmas movies. For your viewing pleasure, here's our conversation. There have been so many fantastic Christmas movies made over the years, those that we enjoy year after year, and occasionally a new one comes out that is gold, and a lot of it that comes out is not so gold. I've got uh, Brandon with me today. Merry Christmas! And Susan Gibson's with me.
3: Hello, Merry Christmas!
0: Thank you guys for joining me. We're going to talk about Christmas movies that
3: we love. Thermometers getting red. I hate red thermometers. What? Because when the thermometer gets all reddish, the temperature goes up. And when the temperature goes up, I start to melt. No, I don't want an official carbonation to get rid of my laser rifle.
4: You'll shoot your eye out, kid. The Griswold family Christmas tree.
0: Isn't it a little big?
4: It's not big, it's just
3: full. Dad, that
4: thing wouldn't fit in our yard. Not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room.
0: Okay, so we've got a big list here I made of Christmas movies. I call this my Christmas movie essential list. There's 41 movies on the list. I hope it wasn't too overwhelming.
3: No, it was good. It was good. Did Did I
0: miss anything? Are there any movies that you go, oh, you totally missed the boat on this?
3: I definitely noticed you had no chick flick movies <laughs> and no Hallmark movies. Okay,
0: <laughs> do you have some honorable mentions that aren't on the, my list? I do. When we okay, get what to that section,
3: for which one—the chick flick or the Hallmark? Either one. Hit me. So, on the chick flicks, um, I love the Sandra Book movie "While You Were Sleeping." Oh,
0: that's a great movie. That mm. is a classic. You mm. call Hello? it a Christmas movie? Is it Christmas? Adjacent? Yeah, because
3: it was at Christmas time.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I might argue it that it's is
3: on the Christmas list. Go Google it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: I did check. Yes,
0: ma'am. Right away, ma'am.
3: <laughs> and then I like um, this is a Christmas movie with Jack Black, that music comedian, that holiday holiday the holiday where he switch houses. Oh, that's awful. The, the movie. Cameron Diaz mm. and the other girls. Mm. It's an houses.
0: awful movie. I fell asleep during that <gasps> twice. Oh, it's
3: such a good romance. I wouldn't put that in Christmas
0: <laughs> movie though.
3: But it, again, it was at Christmas time that they swept houses.
0: Hmm. Who else was in that mm. movie?
3: Um, it was Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, or Jude Law. Jude Law, yeah, <laughs> Jude yeah. Law. <laughs> it's Jude Law.
0: That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I fell asleep both times. <laughs> and then my favorite Next.
3: is Serendipity. Now that's <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. John me- John Cusack. Yes, they meet at okay. Christmas, and then they write in the book, and they plan to get together again, and hmm. they don't know each other okay. anymore. Hmm.
0: All right, are are you going to go on record with her on any of those movies that they should be on the list? Uh, no, because I would (sighs) say that they're Christmas adjacent. Okay, there's a very fine line. Well, okay, so let's talk about Christmas adjacent for a second. On the list, Die Hard's there. That's what I was just going to say. Okay, it's Christmas adjacent. I'm going to agree with this most recently because I saw a video of Bruce Willis who said on the record, "Let me clear something up. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie," and I know that makes some people very upset. I'm going to go ahead and mark it off Mm -hmm. of our list. It happens on Christmas, but it's really not about Christmas. I agree. Uh, versus, Gremlins is on my list. And, and for our longtime listeners in our, our Christmas episode last year, I defended this with all I had. Everything in the movie is red and green. The soundtrack is basically Christmas music. It begins with buying a Christmas present for his son. Most of the movie takes place on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. It's a Christmas movie.
3: But it's not a good Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard no. This is going to be
0: fun. Okay, so let me run down the list. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions, Brandon? Before I, had
4: a, I had had one honorable mention that's a brand new one, not endorsing content or the execution, but the story of the movie. The new movie, Spirited, on Apple TV with
0: uh, Will Ferrell and Ron Reynolds. I can't get up for that. I right. have seen it there. Watched the movie? No, I've seen okay. it there. And nothing, and I love both of yeah. those guys, but nothing in me says watch this movie.
4: The storyline is is fantastic. What they tried to accomplish was great. Execution, eh? Okay, but, but the storyline so not yeah, worth my very, time. Very,
0: very no, well, okay. yeah, it's worth it. it's worth the watch. Okay, is it worth a rental? Uh, I don't yes. have Apple Plus.
4: Yes, it's worth a rental. Okay.
0: Will you will you give me the money if I don't like it?
4: Uh, sure. Okay. And then my I'll, other honorable mention is the one where like Santa's beating up all the criminals. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me run down the list,
0: and it's going to be easy to knock some of these off the list. What we want to do is try to build the Hall of Fame of Christmas movies. We're gonna we're gonna count ten entries into the Hall of Fame. We'll get down to ten movies, and then we'll try to put them. we'll, we'll even try to put them in order. And we may really get into some trouble when we get to that point. But out of the 41 movies I've got on this list, be marking things off in your mind as we go. Mm -hmm. The movies are The Shop Around the Corner, 1940, with Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Uh, The movie Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Christmas in Connecticut with Barbara Stanwyck. I saw that for the first time this year. Don't know how I've missed that in the past. Uh, The Bells of St. Mary's, Bing Crosby, uh, Ingrid Bergman. Uh, Now we're getting into the really more well-known stuff, It's a Wonderful Life. Miracle on 34th Street, the original one. Uh, White Christmas, ever heard of it? Uh, we've got three of these on the list uh, the, the claymation, stop motion films made in the, the 60s up to 1970. Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman, and Santa Claus' Come Into Town. We've got Charlie Brown Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original one, 1966. Mickey's Christmas Carol, a Christmas story. Gremlins, one of the great Christmas movies of all time. <sighs> Santa Claus, the movie. This is uh, a big one from my childhood mm-hmm. growing up in my family. This is the one with John Lithgow and Dudley Moore a 1985, where there's a, a, a candy that makes. Yes, the candy canes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, they, thought... they become suckers that yeah. make kids fly. Yeah. And it came from the food that the, uh, that the reindeer ate that, mm. that helped them to fly. Uh, so Santa Claus, the movie. We marked off Die Hard. Ernest Saves Christmas I'm going to guess that one doesn't last very long. Scrooged. This is the Bill Murray movie, the dark take on a a Christmas story. Uh, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, The Muppet Christmas Carol, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, the remake of Miracle on 34th Street, 1994, Jingle All the Way, I'll Be Home for Christmas, Santa Claus 2, Elf, The Polar Express, Arthur Christmas, The Man Who Invented Christmas. Have you guys seen that movie? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, this movie, it's got the one of the guys from Downton Abbey. It's the story of Dickens writing uh, A Christmas Carol. It's actually, this year, put it on your list to watch. It may not make our list today. It's 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 whimsical. It's interesting. Sure, it's not historically accurate, but it's, it's a fun flick. Uh, the movie The Star, an animated film. The only one here that is really about the nativity. Uh, the Grinch, that's the new one, 2018. The, by the way, you guys noticed I skipped the Jim Carrey Grinch. It's not on the list. It's just not. People that's are mad about that, but it's not. He's gross. Uh, the Christmas Chronicles. Uh, that's Goldie Hawn and uh, help me, help me, Her her guy. My mind just went totally blank. This is good podcasting here.
3: Kurt Douglas, Kurt, yes. Kurt Russell. Kurt yes. Russell. Yes. Kurt
0: Russell. Uh, they've got two of those. Claws, Jingle Jangle, 8-Bit Christmas, A Boy Called Christmas, and A Christmas Story Christmas, which just came out this year. And it's uh, Ralphie's Return. Yep. Ralphie sequ- as an adult. Sequel. Have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. No,
3: I don't like sequels.
0: I saw it, and it surprised me. It yeah. Yeah. actually it really was a pretty good movie. It, keep, it keeps up the Christmas story nostalgia. Of it, the- it will not be Hall of Fame. It will not be Hall of Fame, but it's a, it's a good movie. Is
3: it the same boy that played Ralphie? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yes, it is. I heard about it, but I I don't usually watch sequels. Not
0: bad at all. So uh, right off the list, just chop some off. What three, Susan? Remove three from the list.
3: Gremlins, Scrooge. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. And Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay,
0: I'm not at all surprised about that, but I'm a little bit hurt about that. Scrooge, Ernest Saves Christmas, and what was the other one?
3: In uh, Gremlins, and the gre- one that you heard about. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't hear you. You have to <laughs> adjust your microphone.
0: Okay, Brandon, knock three off the list. Oh, Polar Express has to go. Oh, good one. I'm uh, so glad you did that. There I'm are glad. some people who some big fans of Polar Express uh-uh. out there. I, the animation is mm. creepy. Mm-mm. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. I'm against it. Um, let's see, I would have to take off um, Arthur Christmas. Okay, agreed. Agreed. And then, um,
3: do you want me to give you some of mine?
4: Susan's Uh, right. Santa Claus 2. Let's take that off. The Santa Claus 2? I totally agree with that. That's the worst of the Santa Claus movies.
3: It's a sequel. That's that's
0: why. I'm going to remove (laughs) The Christmas Chronicles Mm 2, A Boy Called Christmas. And I'm going to remove. uh, I'm going to kill Home Alone 2, which is already Mm -hmm. controversial. Mm -hmm. But you can't have two Home Alones in the list. And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to make us do Home Alone 1. Yep. All right, Susan, you got three more to remove?
3: (gasps) Yes. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. Of all Ooh. the claymation. I just don't like that one. That it mm. just, it's kind of creepy. Can I try
0: something here? Mm-hmm. What if I package Rudolph, Frosty, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town as one?
3: Well, Rudolph is in on me, so I would take all of them. The other ones were so-so.
0: If you do that,
4: I feel like you should package the multiple versions of movies together as well. Like, like? Grinch, original Grinch, new Grinch. and That's uh, hard because those are full-length yeah. picture films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are but just like yeah. I, it's hard to kick out the claymation
0: ones for me because that's a that's a big one. So i and I have a I have a DVD pack that has them all on the same DVD, mm. and so I, I feel like we can kind of get away with that. Of all the Let's claymation,
3: did you like Santa Claus coming to town?
0: It is my least favorite yeah, of the three. That's why in I order I'd say Rudolph, Frosty, then Santa yep. Claus coming to town. Mm-hmm. But I do watch them all every year. Mm. So I'm gonna all right. I put them in. I put him here in uh, as a package deal. One, two, three.
3: I use a three Susie star system here, and it did not get any of my stars. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, the other ones I would drop is the Meryl Clan 34th Street, the newer version. The remake? Yes, the remake. Okay. I Ooh. never liked that one.
0: I'm okay with that.
3: And then um, I'll be home for Christmas. I know it's a Disney fill. I know everybody liked Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Thomas but not a big fan of that. All the GTT one. heads <laughs> and yeah. the Teen Beat yeah. Magazine mm.
0: people are very upset right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, Brandon, three more.
4: Um, I'm gonna have to cut out Jingle all the way. Okay, oh, Arnold and, uh, really? it's,
3: yeah. a, it's a, a like two-star one. I will really? give it to you though. If you, if you give Sinbad me, and you Arnold, you owe me one. Uh, I just thought it was it funny. It was very comical how he, how stupid he was.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't. It didn't hit the. It doesn't hit the top okay. ten for me. Uh, I would take out 8-Bit Christmas. I watched that recently, and it is essentially the exact same storyline as a Christmas story. It's a Christmas story mm-hmm. with yeah. Nintendo. With Nintendo. As much as I love that, the nostalgia of Nintendo, it, it's the same movie. Uh, and then I would also, oh, I'm sorry, Kevin, I would have to take out Gremlins. I would she took, have to yeah, take it out. It's it's gone. Gone. Did you already take it out? He's okay, gone. Okay. She took it. I thought you, you were fighting more. up against it. Um, no. Let's take out uh, Mickey's
0: Christmas Carol. Yeah. Okay, I can handle that. All right, so I'm going to, now we're getting a little more controversial here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kill Christmas Chronicles. It was fun, but mm-hmm. it's not special. There's nothing special about that. Uh, I'm going to kill uh, The Bells of St. Mary's. I love the movie. I don't think it's Christmas enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was
3: only a one star, so I'm okay, okay with that
0: one. it's not enough Christmas to to last. And I'm going to kill the man who invented Christmas, which seems strange if he invented it. But uh, it's more about his story than it is about Christmas, mm. so it's gone. Now we're getting we're getting closer here. Uh, we're working our list down. I'll give you give you two to remove, Susan.
3: Okay. So I love old movies, and I love Bing Crosby, and I love Fred Astaire, but I did not like them together. I'm not a fan of Holiday Inn. Okay.
0: So here's the thing: I love Holiday Inn. You do, but but there is some stuff that just does not pass the the sniff test no. if you watch it now. Stuff that people were not as discerning about then that we are more discerning about now. Mm-hmm. You go, I think there's some stuff in here that's just not okay. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't last. It doesn't. And so the whole thing. I hate being a part of cancel culture. I think the whole thing gets canceled on this okay. list today. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that.
3: good. One more. Um, I didn't watch Jingle Jangles, but I watched the trailer on it, and I didn't like the trailer. So, <laughs> so I'm outing it just because. I'm okay I, with that. <laughs> I never saw it though. But Do it you looked need terrible. to save it?
0: Are you good? No, that's okay. great. Brandon Two. Uh a Christmas
4: story, Christmas. It's gone. Yeah. I mean it's fun. But yeah. I've
0: watched it once. It's gone.
4: Um and then I wanna I'm gonna say Christmas in Connecticut. Have you seen off. that? Are you taking it off because you've I'm haven't taking seen it, it, it off because I haven't seen it.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's
3: it's a good one, but it's only a one star. It, but it's kind of funny.
0: It's yeah. a good movie. It does it's it doesn't cute. hold up some of these others. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and remove shop around the corner though I like it. I yeah. like. I like Jimmy Stewart. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, but again, it doesn't hold up to the others on the list. It's no. just not a, a standard. It was thing.
3: just on a couple weeks ago on Turner Classic and I watched it again and it was it was okay.
0: Okay. And then uh, I'm gonna pull one more off the list and this is gonna be a hard one and you can argue and fight. Uh, it's between Miracle on 34th Street or Muppet Christmas Carol. One of those two okay. is going away. Both from of me. those
3: were made my 3-star system. Oh <laughs> gosh. But if I had to point, it have to keep we have to keep Miracle on 34th Street because that is a classic, okay. that is an original. I'll leave it. I'll leave it.
0: I'll leave that one and I'm going to kill Muppet Christmas Carol. I I watch it. I watch it almost every year, but it's not on my final list. Now we're down to uh, it's a wonderful life we're Miracle on 34th Street, White Christmas, uh, the Rudolph Frosty Santa package, Charlie Brown Christmas, Grinch stole Christmas, Christmas Story, uh, Santa Claus the movie, Christmas Vacation is nine, Home Alone is ten, The Santa Claus eleven, Elf twelve, Star thirteen, and The Grinch fourteen. We've got to remove four more from this list. Susan, I'll give you two, and Brandon and I get one more piece.
3: The Grinch from twenty eighteen.
0: Oh, boo. I'm sorry. Hey, boo. One of them had to go. That yes. was you can't the have Better both. Grinch.
4: That's the Better Grinch movie. No, no it's, not. it's not even close. I will give it to you, but that's the Better Grinch movie.
3: That is just inexperienced youth talking. no. Okay. no. <laughs> I'm your senior. One's a masterpiece,
0: <laughs> and one yeah. is fun pop culture yes. take on it. Mm.
3: And then, I'm sorry, I would have to take Christmas Vacation.
0: Oh,
4: no, veto that. All
3: right, I'll give you <laughs> that. Hard veto, okay. Brandon steps in and saves Christmas vacation,
0: (laughs) okay. Then you get Um, one more shot here, and you're in dangerous territory now. You're in in my top, you're in my my (laughs) my top (laughs) 10. Um,
3: I hate to give them up, but I'll give up my Charlie Brown Christmas. No, I save it, okay. Yeah, he's no, I save it, okay. I can't give up that one. I can't give up the Christmas story. I'm sorry. I'll, okay, I'll give up a wonderful life if I can keep Miracle on. No, that
0: Street. is one of my. That's on Rushmore for me. Well,
3: I'm not giving up White <laughs> Christmas. That is no, that no. no,
0: no, nope. no. Okay. So Wonderful Life is is Rushmore for me of all time movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how about this? Santa Claus the movie, special in my heart. Not a great movie. Okay. Agreed. Not a great. I, movie. I thought you
3: would rig, you would rig, uh, 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 say no to that. So no, I don't want, no, okay, we're good. good. We're I'm good, good
0: on with that. that one then. Okay, and uh, we still have
4: Claus sitting out here. Wait, so. Which one? You did Santa Claus the movie. Yeah. I'll go ahead and veto the Tim Allen Santa Claus. Really? I would. Yeah.
3: You like that better than Home Alone. The movie
4: starts with him killing Santa Claus, so oh, I feel like I, that's Okay. It's very harsh.
3: <laughs> I guess I forgave him.
0: <laughs> but you're you're okay. He didn't technically the, kill You me, can veto me. He fell you, off you, the there's the still well I'm looking a, it I'm it looking at what's accident. left and I'm going it has t- it I Are mean, we down to 10 yet? Yeah, we're at 12. There's no, and if we take that off, there's only one more to cut, and I'm going to cut Klaus. Yeah. Oh, it's a very fun movie. It's a good okay. movie. Uh, Well, and The Star.
3: Oh, The Star's still in there.
0: Oh, yeah. We Animated. Could I'm could okay c- with we can kill that out. one. Yeah. Okay, let's kill The Star. Where does that leave us at? That leaves yeah. us at Elf, The Santa Claus. Y'all, somebody count here. Wait. One, one, two, two three, Home four. Alone, three, Christmas Vacation, four, Christmas Story, five, The Package, six. Grinch seven, Charlie Brown eight, White Christmas nine, Wonderful Life ten. We're at ten.
3: Did you and you got Miracle? You didn't drop Miracle. I, I think we're it. at eleven. Eleven? Do we have eleven or ten? Oh 10? my goodness!
0: All right, well, let's do this. Let's let's start with uh, let's let's work with what we got, and then we'll find one to cut in the end. Can we work top five? Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. number one movie on the list, Susan?
3: Mine was Miracle on 34th Street.
0: I can't let that be first. Mm-mm.
3: Will you let White Christmas be first?
0: I will let White Christmas be one or two.
3: I'm good with it being one or two. What's it would be, first, it would be Brandon? my two.
4: I think Charlie Brown Christmas would be one. Would be number 1? Would be number 1. Number
3: one? 1,
0: really?
4: Yeah. I can see it being a a 3 through 5. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. imagine I it being one. I want to give a it a one. one. Well, I wouldn't give White Christmas would be top 5, but it wouldn't okay. be my number one or ha, two. And
3: you want to give Wonderful Life top 5? Top.
0: Oh, no. Wonderful would, Life would be my one. Mm-hmm. White would Christmas with, would be I my would two. Do that. They were all four stars. Charlie Brown would book. be my three. Any any way to get you on White Christmas at one?
3: Have you seen White I would Christmas? put
0: White Christmas at one. Hey, it's one of my favorite movies what, from if, growing up. If you'll go White Christmas at one, I can go. I can get on board with Charlie Brown at two. I agree with that. To support the two of you. Uh, though, I have to have a, a wonderful life at three. No negotiation on can that. Can Miracle mm. then be four? Oh, Elf is can better it be five? than Miracle.
3: I don't want Miracle to be less than five. I'll tell
0: you the truth. Miracle is not on my top ten. (gasps) Uh -uh. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'll yield to you
3: guys. I'll yield as long as it's in the top ten. ten. So White Christmas,
0: one. Charlie Brown, two. Agreed. It's a Wonderful Life, three. Yep. Elf at four. Uh, Okay. Which I think is too on.
3: I I will say I'm not a Will Ferrell (laughs) fan. It's the (laughs) only movie that I do like of his, Mm. but I don't think it's worthy.
0: How are Mm. you feeling about uh, Elf at four when A Christmas Story is sitting there?
3: See, Christmas Story is my top five.
0: I'm not. I'm not against you. I
3: love Christmas.
4: I I didn't grow up watching the Christmas Story. Like I get the nostalgia of it, and maybe this is a good time to talk about uh, personal preference versus overall Christmas movie. Like uh, the I don't know what the right word. The penultimate. Yeah, the penultimate Christmas movie versus personal preference. Um, Personal Mm -hmm. preference. uh, Elf. I think honestly would be in my top three. But uh um, What's your relationship to Christmas story? When did you first watch it? Uh when I was an adult. I would say really? like that's in the, the last 2 years, honestly, was it the first time that I actually ever watched. Yeah, I think the last 2 years was the first time I ever
0: actually watched the I think movie. that's the problem for you. Yeah. is yeah. that you didn't grow up on it. Okay, so yeah. look. I'll I'll tell you when I first saw Elf, when it first came out, I did not like it. Mm. I have every year since then watched it and liked it more and more mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. It's easily top 5 for me now. I can go with it at what are we at four, mm-hmm. if Susan can support it.
3: If Christmas Story can be five, then agreed. Oh, I'm good okay. with that. Agreed, as long okay. as he's in the top five. Elf ones.
0: at four, Christmas Story at five. Um, that leaves us. I can't yet go Miracle. Oh I'm not gosh. there. Mm-hmm. He would Better not be ten. I'd go Grinch. Okay, the original. I like the original Grinch. 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 Can you hang? Can you hang with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, six on the Grinch. Um, at this point I mean we're, we're looking at Home Alone Your The Santa Claus The Claymations All of those for me are above Miracle <gasps> It is yeah. not
3: You guys are crazy <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry Little Natalie Wood Oh my gosh she was priceless in that movie
0: It's slow mm.
3: <sighs> But it's so meaningful And I like
0: slow movies it's slow. I
3: cannot believe I'm losing this battle. I
0: lose. It's a Wonderful Life. Lindsay won't watch it with me. She does not like it. I made her watch it yesterday, and she fell asleep. <laughs> she she did. Well, because Wonderful Life people is think, slower than Miracle because, because people think it's slow. I think I think Miracle is much slower than it's Wonderful Life.
4: Well, and I think the placement is in the name Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It might be Thirty Fourth. Place on the rest of on this the list. list. <gasps> yeah. I'm it's not Miracle 3rd <laughs> or 4th. I'm mm.
3: getting ready to change my mind about Elf being 4. Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
4: I would say Claymation Bundle
0: at 7. I can do Claymation Bundle at 7.
3: But who made 6? Did we get 6 Yeah, in?
0: 6 is uh, Grinch. Okay, 6 is it so Grinch. So Claymation Stop Motion Bundle at 7. 8.
3: Miracle on 34th Street. Come on. Fine. Thank Fine. you. <laughs>
0: Fine. I'm not happy about it, but I'll Thank agree you. to it. Thank you. Uh I think that that puts Home Alone at ten and Christmas Vacation at eleven. Mm. Wait, what's nine? I'm sorry, at nine and ten. Yes, at yes. nine and ten. And yes. then Home Alone at nine, Santa, Santa Claus, yes. ten, and Christmas Vacation, and kick out. Wait a second, I missed the Santa Claus there. Mm. The Santa Claus. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really controversial here. I like Home Alone. So much better than the Santa Claus, but the Santa Claus is Christmas. It is so Christmas. It's hard to kick it off the list.
4: Mm. I mean, of those three movies, I think Home Alone and Christmas Vacation are higher up on my list than the Santa Claus.
3: See, on that, um, I would just I would say Christmas Vacation. Throw it out the door.
0: I yeah, if I'm going down to the three, I think if <laughs> throw
3: I throw it out the door when you look at these three,
0: I think if I'm down to the three, I'm losing Christmas Vacation. Mm. Kevin mm. breaks
3: the tie; it's mm. in.
0: Um, up next, the Brandon Wash
4: Christmas <laughs> List Podcast, where we talk about hey, the real top ten Christmas. We
0: movies. We gave you Elf at four. Um, <laughs> we gave you Elf. Okay, so if, if Elf we, is top two, That's if we drop Christmas Vacation, you can choose the order between Home Alone and The Santa Claus. Well, there's no question there. Home Alone is a better movie than Santa Claus. Good. Thanks for thanks for yeah. making that suggestion. But so that is the uh, list. No, I agree.
4: Christmas I Vacation.
0: What a Christmas take. Vacation. So, on the official list, we've we've just completed and I think this is uh this is okay. We're yeah. starting with White Christmas. I think that 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 or It's a Wonderful Life are the two best, but you guys you don't agree. We're going to start with White Christmas, follow with Charlie Brown Christmas, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to this day, uh, and and I'm not, you guys know I'm not like a weepy person, but when he reads the, the, and I'm not just super pastor Kevin here, but when he reads the Christmas story alone under the spotlight, Linus, mm. like it gets me. I go, oh my goodness, where have we gone in our culture? This could never happen today. Mm. Uh, and then It's a Wonderful Life, in my Rushmore of all-time movies, you hate all you want, <laughs> Elf at four, A Christmas Story at five, How the Grinch Stole Christmas at six, the claymation and uh, stop motion package of Rudolph frosty and Santa Claus is coming to town at seven miracle on 34th street at eight because Susan, I gave you Santa
3: Claus is coming to town, didn't I <laughs> And
0: home alone at nine, the Santa Claus at 10 and Brandon is mad as we finish our show. <laughs> so thank you guys. I'm glad you're in the Christmas spirit. I sure am. <laughs> what Christmas movie are you watching next with your family? Definitely not Miracle at 31st (laughs) Street. Me neither. (laughs) Mine will
3: probably be Christmas Story when I get to Florida.
0: So uh, we we do the typical on Christmas Day, and it's playing all day on on whatever channel it's on. Mm -hmm. We watch it all out of order at this point, and and you just watch a little 10 minutes here, 30 minutes there. I cannot remember. It's probably been a decade since I watched it start to finish Mm -hmm. because that's the way we watch it now. No Um, matter
3: how many times you watch it, you can't help but laugh when he's in his snowsuit. His mother's getting him to go to school. (laughs) He's bungling him all up, and he can barely move.
0: You know, last (laughs) year, um, one of our kids got sick on Christmas Eve, and so we were in isolation last year. And so to try to make it fun, we thought we would order Chinese food for Christmas, like they had for their Christmas meal at the end of that movie. And I talked to two different places, and I said, I need a whole duck, a whole duck, just like in the movie, (laughs) and you can't. I need the head and everything. I need the whole duck. And they said yes, whole, whole duck, the whole duck. So I went to pick it up, and I said, "Is it the whole duck?" They said, "It's the whole duck." I got it home. They had sliced the whole duck and cut the head off. I wasted thirty five bucks <laughs> <laughs> on that duck, and it did that's not crazy. bring any Christmas spirit to our house that's when we were sitting crazy. at home. Of course, we were also swimming on Christmas Day mm. in twenty twenty one because it was that warm. This mm. year, it won't be that no, way. So it will not. It'll be a good year to bundle up and watch a Christmas movie. And I hope that uh, if you haven't decided. For something to watch today, you can pick something from this list. So, thanks, guys. Glad you're here. And uh, the Hall of Fame is still very (laughs) questionable. (laughs) Look, Daddy, teacher says every time
4: a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. (laughs) Who's (laughs) that? Sandy Claus. Welcome to the family buster
1: relatives already Wallace and Davis are flat you know we've got to get
3: some loot we've got to take the show to Chicago
1: or Boston. I I can't make it I'm going to be very busy wait a minute I'll join
3: you
0: alright I'm back with Dustin Patrick for the hottest Christmas take Patrick what's your take
2: all right, so with this take, I'm going to make some people in my family very upset if they listen to it, especially my mom. Let's go. Your um, mom's
0: coming in to town tomorrow. She's coming in town tomorrow. but She'll be here when this drops. <laughs> she will be in that the country.
2: Tree. I'm going mom to say. Under your roof. To town. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's right. But here's the thing. There's something that's stated every Christmas that we have to have, and I believe we don't have to have it, and it's had in many homes during Christmas. Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Bring mm-hmm. it. I do not believe that turkey should be a christmas day thing turkey or stuffing
0: i Uh, feel i feel like we're not doing the hottest take here we're doing just the things that kevin feels and agrees with (laughs) i mean like i mean like i talked on the podcast
1: last year my family at christmas eve like our go-to is to have chinese takeout okay and so like we don't do a meal because we're like man that's so much work we've already got enough stuff to do like Let's let's take it easy. That, that's what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, you go to so many different homes
2: and they're always like, it's all about the turkey. I think like it's I the can, ham. It, the ham, I think the ham should be the Christmas meal. But
0: wait, no, wait, are you wait, are you saying that is that a take? I think that ham should be the Christmas meal.
2: Well, ham could be a Christmas meal. Okay. But I know some I know some people don't eat ham. So uh, roast. Uh, It seems to be another one. Roast beast. Roast beast specifically.
0: That's a. Um, So my family had a tradition, for a lot of years Uh, when I was younger. Before my grandparents passed away, we did tamales on Christmas. I think that's a thing. I totally.
1: love my my, my buddy Pedro and I do tamales. Christmas Christmas tamales all the time is a big deal. Yeah, it's great.
0: That's good. It's great. But I think what's food that you
1: can also unwrap, which is a which is a which is a
0: Christmas. It's a Christmas gift that you eat. Right. It's wonderful. And it's masa. I will
2: say for my family now, the biggest thing that seems to be a big hit, especially if my mom is in town, is chapati and chapati and soup that goes over it. Uh, That seems to be the the thing that everybody
0: wants. So chapati is like a, it's like a a flatbread. Yes. Kind of like a a thicker tortilla, denser tortilla. exactly.
2: And we have African stew that goes on it. It's actually an Indian delicacy, but it's uh, something that the Ugandans have... Uh, adopted. And so you do that at Christmas every year. Yes, absolutely. See, I'm down for that. I yeah.
1: like see. I like it because it's a tradition. It's yes. not just like a hey, this is a thing, but like it's right. no, it's our thing. But I think if I can
2: isogetically talk about a movie Really quick <laughs> I, would, I would share this the, the, I think the reason why I say Turkey is not the thing Is if you think of Christmas vacation mm. And you know when they get to that family meal And then all of a sudden Chevy Chase is just at that moment And he was like Oh I can't wait to dive into this turkey I believe that movie was trying to share With all of America That this is not the Christmas you, meal You want me to piggyback on this one? Go I, I, I go go got ahead. you something here
1: um, So I read a thing uh, that said um, the line of demarcation okay. between boomers, uh-huh. um, Gen X, and okay. millennials is which Christmas movie is your favorite? Being A Christmas Story okay. for boomers, All right. um, yeah, Christmas Vacation for Gen mm-hmm. X, mm-hmm. and Elf for millennials. Okay, okay, okay. Well, for
2: me, I guess I'm an old, I'm a I'm a old uh, what is it? Millennial?
1: Uh, geriatric. Yeah.
2: Geriatric. So I guess I. I love Elf but I think I love a Christmas vacation more. Yeah. Uh, that's that's
0: me. Christmas story is more special to me than the rest. Cuz you're, you're a boomer. Old. It's not. <laughs> you're a boomer. <laughs> you're, you're old, Kevin. <laughs> I, I was I was born old. But but I think Elf when I first watched Elf, yeah. I did not care for it but it's grown on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, by now I've seen it 15 times but it went from yeah this is ridiculous i don't like this at all it's, to i love it it's because it's because
1: yeah. christmas and this is a this is a back end you know whole other conversation for another door, another story another day whatever another i can't day. talk yeah. um is you cannot institute christmas traditions without at least i'm going to call it a 10 year like window of mm-hmm. when things become because it's like the hall of fame yeah. you know people have to wait to get into the hall of fame yeah. you release a christmas movie people can like it yeah. but it doesn't become classic for at least 10 years. Okay, let's That's bring true. this back to the, the take okay. itself. Okay. Turkey. So turkey. Christmas
0: vacation, there's a turkey. There and, is a turkey. And, and they cut into they it. They cut into it, it, it,
2: and it virtually almost evaporates.
0: A Christmas story, there's a Christmas turkey. Exactly. And, and dad keeps trying to, to grab bites of it, mm-hmm. which, by the way, isn't salmonella a thing? He keeps trying to go get it before it's fully cooked. Yeah. yeah. That's an issue, right? Yeah. yeah. And then in the end, when it's finally ready, the neighbor, the bumpkiss's dogs mm. destroy it and tear it down. And where do yep. they end up? the Chinese food restaurant. It's true. Mm. Santa Qua- true. The
1: Santa Claus, he tries to make a turkey and then they end up at Denny's. See, so, so I think Patrick, these Patrick's movies are trying to tell they're tr- uh, America they're something. Telegraphing and they're telling something to
2: all us. of us who love Christmas something. Unless you you're you eating roast beast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unless you're eating roast beasts, <laughs> roast beast. you need to go for for some kind of ethnic Christmas meal of some exactly. sort.
2: Exactly, that's that, that's what I'm saying. You can go tamales, you yeah. can go chapati, yes. you can go Chinese food restaurant that's good stuff.
0: But let's get rid of the turkey. Let's get rid of it. No right, more turkey at Christmas. Right, done. Agreed. That's Patrick's yeah. Christmas take.
1: <laughs> this is
0: the hottest take. <laughs> My next guests are very special to me. Two of my daughters join me in the studio, along with Brandon Wash, our student pastor, to do a little student versus student pastor Christmas trivia spectacular. Hope you enjoy the listen. All right, I'm here with Claire, I'm here with Elizabeth, and I'm here with Brandon Wash. What's up, guys? Hi. Hey, we're doing a, just a little fun for Christmas Day, and I thought we'd do a student versus student pastor game. And there's two levels to this game. Game round uh, Game round one is going to be just a Christmas trivia. Last we'll questions. You have a ding bell in the center of the table. You see the ding bell. There are no ding bats, but there's one ding bell. That's what it sounds like when you hear the ding bell, friends. That's somebody has an answer. They know what's going on here. The three of you are going to race to ding the bell. If you know the answer to the question, have your hand ready. Have your answer ready. Round two will involve a little Name That Christmas tune. And we'll just give you a little snippet from a Christmas song and see if you can name that tune. Easy enough? Got it. You know what we're doing. Okay, so start with the first uh, question. Question number one on trivia is, what did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? (laughs) Ding! Goes to Claire. Claire, what's the answer?
3: Join in reindeer
0: games. Join in any any reindeer games. You're right. One point to Claire. Second question. How many ghosts show up in Dickens A Christmas Carol? 3. Mm. 4. That's the right answer. Dang <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> it. Dang it. <laughs> who are who are the four uh, who are the four ghosts? Um Marley. That's the fourth one. That's the one that people don't think yeah. of. Ghost of Christmas past, present and future. Present and future and Bob Marley. That's right. That's right. Good one. Okay. Third question. See if you guys can get this one right. Where was baby Jesus born? Brandon?
4: Not in a stable. (laughs) in a family home somewhere in Bethlehem. (laughs) If if
0: you were at Legacy on Christmas Eve, then you know that is the correct answer. (laughs) Wait, that's the wrong answer one. Oh, well. (laughs) All right. Next question. What are the two other most popular names for Santa Claus? Two names, go for it. Noel. Noel, Papa Noel, Father Noel. I'll yeah. count that. Is there one more? You know,
3: Saint Nicholas.
0: Yes, nice. you got it. Two nice. points to Claire, one to Elizabeth. Do we give her a whole point for that, or we give her half? I think we will give her a point. We will give her a not point. Get yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. Next. Next question here. Uh, what do people traditionally put on top of a Christmas tree, and why? Who was that? Was that Claire or Elizabeth? It was Claire. <laughs> Claire, Her. Elizabeth, oh, okay. what do you have? It's a star, and why? Because that's what led the wise men and shepherds
3: to Jesus.
0: Excellent answer. Is there? Will you get a second answer? Or an angel? Because uh,
3: the angel watches.
1: Over Jesus?
0: The, angels, the angel was there watching over, leading the way, singing praises. Brandon?
4: Or a dragon. No. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs>
0: hey, I think everybody gets a point for that one. Hey, later in the show, we are going to have a a brief devotional describing and explaining the Christmas dragon. So if you lose us somewhere along the way, make sure you fast forward to the end and catch that on this day's Christmas Day podcast. Okay, next question. Uh, in the movie <clears throat> Home Alone... Where are the McAllister's going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Elizabeth? France. France? Specifically where in France? Paris. We'll count that. Good answer. (laughs) Good job. So that is what? Three to three to two? Brandon's at two. Each of the girls are at three. Uh, We'll do two more. One to see if Brandon gets a chance to tie and one more to break the tie. In the Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Grinch was described with three words. What are they? Hmm. 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 This is great podcasting, y'all. I'll give you the first one as a clue. Stink. <laughs> Elizabeth? Stink, stink, and stunk. That's it. That's right. Four points to Elizabeth. All right. Okay. This is potentially the last one. Either this will end the game, or if Claire gets it, it'll be a tie. We'll have to have a tiebreaker. Uh, how about in the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, what happened every time a bell rang? Dang it. That was Claire. What's An the answer? An angel got their wings. An angel got their wings. Okay, Brandon, officially you are out of the game. Now I can hit the button.
3: Okay. There it
0: is. For Elizabeth and Claire, we're going to do a quick tiebreaker on this, and so we'll move on to round two. Question is, what words follow Silent Night in the song Silent Night? Elizabeth. Holy Night. That's correct. Elizabeth, you're our winner for this round. Fantastic. Good job. Good job. That's round one. Round two is going to be a game called Name That Tune. I'm going to start a Christmas carol from one of the best uh, Christmas compilations out there. It's the Christmas number ones compilation. And as I start the song, I'll give it just a few seconds to play. Ding the bell if you know what song it is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah,
1: let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Elizabeth? Chick
0: Christmas. That's right. <laughs>
4: That's right.
0: Does that count if she says (laughs) chickmunks? If it says (laughs) chickmunks, I meant chipmunks. We'll we'll count it. It, It's Christmas. It's the spirit of giving this season. Right. All right. Let's try another song here. Is that Elizabeth? No. Elizabeth, what's the song? Rocking around the Christmas tree. That's right. Jingle bell rock. It's rocking around the Christmas tree. Good answer. Good answer. All right. Next song. Here we go. Any ideas? Anyone with me yet? Oh, Elizabeth, you can ring the bell again. Um, is it? Oh, I had it. Oh, w- oh, I had it. Is not the wind... name of the song. <laughs> walking through a winter wonderland. Walking through a winter wonderland is not the name of the song. <laughs> we'll give you another bit know. of the song and see what you do with it. Ready? I saw, m- I saw mommy kissing Santa. All right, good job, Elizabeth. Has Riley ever seen Mommy kissing Santa Claus before? Not yet. Okay. All right, let's try let's try another one. This one is uh this one's a classic. You're going to know this pretty quickly, I assume. Elizabeth? White Christmas. You are just on top of the Christmas songs. Nice. Did you curate your own Spotify playlist this year? <laughs> yes, I did. Mm, mm. where did you learn how to curate music playlists? Myself. Oh my goodness. No credit for dad at all. <laughs> are you kidding me? All right. Here's another one. This is my favorite version of this oh, song. Oh. You got it? Do you, do you need another soundbite? Here we go again. <laughs> we have a lot of perplexed <laughs> looks on your faces. No one's. This is my favorite version of this song. Here you go again. Now the creature was
2: staring.
3: Not even a mouse in my be-
0: This is officially the longest we've gone without any speaking on this I, podcast.
4: I haven't heard it. <laughs>
0: Brandon your breathing is what's getting me there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas? No. All right. Silent Night by The Temptations. Oh. oh. Beautiful song. That going to let this play for a second see if people enjoy it okay i'm going to give us one more song and see how we do brandon this is going to be a real test for you to see if you have any idea i know that my girls know this song because (laughs) it is a special song in our home our our home brandon has officially taken the bell (laughs) and he can hold on to it that is uh, Elizabeth and Claire on the count of three. One, two, three.
3: Dominic the donkey. It's
0: Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. Do you know Dominic the donkey? I've heard of it, never heard the song. Oh, Dominic is a special one in our house. I don't know why. I don't think there's any Italian blood in our family at all. But it's a song that we grew up listening to as children. And for some reason, it just goes from generation to generation. The quintessential Christmas song about an, an Italian Christmas donkey. Right, that's great hey guys thanks for joining me today on our show this was fun I hope that uh, that you're not too frustrated I hope that the uh, game was a little fun was it okay I won <laughs> you won uh, we'll count you as the winner on this one Perhaps for you 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 are you're doing great uh, do you guys have any Christmas wishes that you have maybe not shared with your families that you you would like to get out there in the world Brandon uh
4: christmas so anybody listening
0: uh no if anyone gets two for christmas they can send one your way <laughs> exactly. okay your girls have anything on your christmas wish list that you're you're just going oh this would be really fun
2: i think it's too late
0: for yeah this this, this is this is coming out on christmas day so uh, maybe what you're going to exchange whatever you receive from christmas for a vacation a vacation where would you want to go on vacation if you could go anywhere in the world you don't know? Would you want to go to the beach, the mountains, to a s- famous city somewhere in the world? Maybe the beach. Maybe the beach. Beach vacation at Christmas sounds nice. What about you, Elizabeth? What would you exchange your Christmas gift for, assuming you're not going to want what What I got you? Anything?
3: AirPods.
0: AirPods. That's not what's in your Nike. stocking this year. Nike? Shoes. Nike shoes. apple ipods you're at that age where everything suddenly got expensive kate's still at that age where i can put a piece of candy in front of her and she's more excited than anyone in the house and what they get
4: but you know what's not expensive what's not expensive elizabeth and your sixth through twelfth grade student
0: (laughs) to the weekend coming this february oh that's exciting brandon i'm so glad we had an opportunity to plug that today on the show and i do hope that families out there with kids will uh, sign up for the weekend. What do we have this year? We've got Ninja course. We've
4: got a Ninja Warrior course. We've got Silent Disco, Children's Hunger Fund. We're going to be serving with them. Guest speaker, guest worship band, and uh, hopefully a whole bunch of students
0: ready to have some good fun. Elizabeth, are you going to that? Yes. Are you inviting friends? Yes. You want to call them out right now by name and say, I expect you to be there? Any shout outs? <laughs> I challenge you to come to the weekend. Sure. Okay, who do you, who do you challenge to come to the weekend? Cuz everyone in town's listening. Bob. Bob. Bob, you've heard the challenge. We expect to see you at the weekend. And Claire, next year is your year. You get to join in for that. Sound like fun? Yeah. Brandon, thanks for joining us once again. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and girls. You and I are are somewhere it's Christmas Day. I don't know where we are, but uh we're probably listening to this podcast. So tell yourself merry christmas right now. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Mele Maka. I love it. Happy New Year.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we can help you entertain you the bells more
3: loud and deep God
4: is not dead nor does he
1: the wrong shall fail The right breathing Peace on
0: earth, to men. I love the song, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. It's one of those songs that doesn't get quite as much playtime. We don't sing it as often during the season. But with that common refrain, with peace on earth, goodwill to man. It reminds us of the angel's song to the shepherds in Luke 2.14 announcing the birth of the Messiah. It's easy for us to forget the redemptive historical context of this heavenly announcement. Israel's Messiah was finally arriving in the world, but he wasn't coming only for the lost sheep of Israel. He was coming to gather together wandering sheep from across the whole world. In a sense, he was coming to fight a battle and to declare war on the enemy of souls. A handful of years ago, I preached a sermon on December 22nd called The Christmas War. It was focused on Revelation 12. That's the Christmas dragon sermon I've had numerous requests to repeat someday. Someday, I, maybe I will. I thought I'd get into it for a moment here today. As I've referred back to the red dragon in our home nativity set, I have heard that a number of our church families have also added red dragons to their nativity set. So I think that's a ton of fun. A couple of weeks ago, a fifth grade girl came up to me on a Sunday morning before our worship service and said to me, Kevin, my parents told me if I memorized the Bible passage about the dragon, then we could add one to our nativity at home. So we sat down and opened our Bible and talked about Revelation 12 and explained what it meant. And she marked it in her Bible and was going to go home and share it with her parents. In Revelation 12, there's kind of a nativity scene found here. It doesn't have a stable. Joseph isn't there. There's no cattle lowing. There's two key figures. There's a woman. She's kind of a queen. She's royalty. She's wearing a crown with 12 stars. Her clothing is bright like the sun. The moon, it says, is her footstool. It says that she's pregnant and that she's in distress. It's not just pregnancy distress. There's a second figure in the scene that's causing distress. It's a dragon. A snake-like, covered with red scales, fangs-bared dragon. And he's crouching in front of her, waiting to attack the baby as soon as he's born. Eugene Peterson said about our text this is not the Nativity story we grew up with, but it is the Nativity story all the same. And he was right. There are no shepherds rejoicing or wise men bringing gifts and worshiping. They're angels, but they're not singing, they're engaged in deep battle. But it's still clearly a nativity scene and a really important one because it reminds us of the big picture at Christmas. It reminds us that there's more to the story. Revelation 12 looks to the past, it addresses the present, and it also points to the future. John writes this in Revelation 12, verse 1. A great sign appeared in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. And she was with child, and she cried out, being in labor and in pain to give birth. It's an amazing vision that John is given, and it doesn't stand alone, but it points back to another vision God gave, one that God gave to a man named Joseph in the Old Testament. You remember Joseph? In Genesis 37, Joseph had a dream which did not endear him any more to his brothers. He told them, I have had another dream, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars were bowing down to me. Joseph's father, his name was Jacob, who's later called Israel because he's the patriarch of the Israelites, he interprets the dream with the question, shall I and your mother and your brothers actually come to bow ourselves down before you to the ground? And you can see the similar language. There's the sun, the moon, the stars. Jacob had 12 sons, including Joseph. This is the first family of Israel. And you look at this imagery, and you can think in one context of the story of Joseph and how after he was betrayed by his brothers and sold into slavery, how he came through a series of difficult seasons in his life, but eventually God would bring him to a place of importance in the nation of Egypt. He would have a power and a place of influence among those people And in a day when there was famine across the land, the people of Israel would come to Egypt for rations. And who would they find sitting and calling shots but Joseph? And truly his brothers and his father and his mother bowed to him, and he provided for them, and he reached out and embraced them once again. But that's only one layer of that story. That story also points ahead to this story in Revelation 12. And if you look at the imagery, we see the woman in Revelation 12 not Mary specifically, but it's the nation of Israel, where Jacob is the sun, Rachel is the moon, the 12 sons are the 12 stars, and the woman represents God's people, all of God's chosen people, from whom came the Messiah. In two short verses, the whole Old Testament history up until the birth of Jesus is declared. And with that, you have a sense of promise. God promises He will send the Messiah through Israel, who will bring redemption for God's people, and he will rule over the nations of the earth. begins in Genesis 3. It continues with Abraham in Genesis 12, through whom God promises to bless the whole world, and on through Jacob, and on through all of the Hebrew Scriptures, which point to Jesus. This child will be the hope of the world. It's the backstory of Christmas. Now, there's a second figure in our new nativity scene, our Revelation 12 nativity scene. Verse 3 says, Then another sign appeared in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. There's your Christmas dragon. And who's the Christmas dragon? You can probably guess. But it's better to check, make sure. So, verse 9 says this And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. There it is the dragon is Satan. Not a literal dragon, but symbolically, the imagery paints the picture of the reality of our enemy. Thirteen times in Revelation, Satan is described as a dragon. And as a dragon, he strikes fear in our hearts. As a fiery red dragon, his murderous character is revealed. Remember, Jesus said about Satan that he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I think the seven heads are symbols of his cunning. That he's not just smart, but he's seven times smart. And the ten horns are a symbol of his power to fight and to influence. He's not just powerful, he's ten times powerful. The idea is that Christmas is not a silent night in the spiritual realm. It's not the cattle are lowing the baby awakes, but the little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes, it's war. Unseen spiritual battles have raged since the beginning of time. And if Israel was like a pregnant woman through whom the Messiah would be born, then it makes sense of how often Satan attacked Israel and tried to destroy the people. Because if Satan destroyed Israel, well, Then he would have wiped out the line through which the Messiah would come. So what happens? Pharaoh tries to kill all of the male babies, but Moses is rescued from the Nile. Haman plots to kill the Jews at the time of Esther, but Esther has faithful courage to trust the Lord's plan through her to save his people. And over and over there are attempts. If Israel would be wiped out, well, I guess the Messiah couldn't be born. That conflict continues into Jesus' life as well. It's amazing how many times Jesus' life is threatened in the Gospels. From the beginning, Herod tried to kill all of the male babies in Jerusalem. And on and on, the Jewish leaders would frequently plot to kill him all throughout the Gospels. And the fact is, God said it would be this way. God had spoken centuries earlier. Genesis 3.15 spoke of this conflict. Just after the fall in the garden, God spoke to Satan of the coming Christ. He said, He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. And it's all building to this moment in this nativity scene. In Revelation 12, 5, we get clear the identity of the child who would be born. It says, And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And that phrase points us back to Psalm 2, when God the Father says to Jesus, You are my son, today I have begotten you. You shall break them, the evil forces, you shall break them with a rod of iron. And his iron scepter is in his hand to shepherd his flock, to guide them. It's in his hand to defend God's people from the enemy's attack. The child who was born at Bethlehem, John says, is not just a baby. He's the one who rules the nations with an iron scepter and who is enthroned with God. What all this means for us is that we can't sentimentalize Christmas. We shouldn't. The birth of Jesus declared the death of Satan. With his iron scepter, he defangs the old serpent. Christmas is a battlefield. You'll probably never see a Christmas card with a picture of a dragon trying to devour Jesus the minute he's born. I suggested it once to our our staff at the office, and it was quickly decided that wasn't the best card for us to send out. The manger scene is beautiful but I don't want to domesticate it. I don't want to purge from it this pivotal moment it was in the battle between God and Satan when Jesus triumphed. And that's what we're shown next. Almost unexpectedly, verse 5 jumps straight from the birth of Jesus to the ascension of Jesus. John writes, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Why didn't he jump over the life? Why did he jump over the teachings and the miracles and the death and the resurrection? The reason the ascension is highlighted rather than these things is because the ascension is the unquestionable proof that Satan is defeated because Christ is exalted. When Jesus died on the cross, it looked like Satan had conquered, but God turned what looked like certain and total defeat that his own people rejected and crucified their Messiah, God turned that into a victory that saves the world. He is not defeated, The saving work is done. Jesus has sat down on his throne. It's over. As Revelation 12 continues on to the end, we learn of God's provision for his people, of his steadfastness and his faithfulness to always do so. We get the picture of that dragon tormenting. It says, The rest of the woman's children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. Who's that but Christ's church? But it ends with a declaration of finality for the war. That victory belongs to Jesus, and rejoicing is for all who have trusted in him. So in Revelation 12, in this nativity story, the woman is Israel, the dragon is Satan, the baby with the iron scepter is Jesus, and where is Jesus now? Seated on his throne next to God the Father. King Jesus was born in Bethlehem, he defanged the old enemy, and now he reigns victoriously and he will come again and set all things right. Merry,
3: merry, merry, merry Christmas. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. the
0: thanks for listening to our show. Merry Podmas, everyone. And thank you to my guests for coming in, having some fun as we celebrate the season. Wherever you are, I hope you're having a very Merry Christmas. And I hope in the next year, you'll join us for But Wait, There's More. Next week on December 27th, we'll have a 2002 movie draft. And as we begin the new year, we'll start with a focus on prayer with two of our church members, conversation led by Justin Foster. Then Zach Forbes will step into our studio and talk to us about the book of Ecclesiastes, the big picture and what we can learn from it. We'll have a conversation with a local artist. We'll talk about the year of mission and so much more. For Kevin and all of our hosts, we'll see you next time.